Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. You guys, how are you? We're checking in with you. Fires are raging here in California. Tell me how you are. Wherever you are joining us in the world, we are thinking about you. We are hopeful that your days, no matter what they bring to you, that you are holding on to light, holding on to hope, holding on to expectation for the good. And we have a killer episode for you today that I'm actually very excited about. It's something I have a real personal passion for. And Tiffany had this brilliant idea that we talk about how to find creative in the chaos because it is so hard to do that (laughs) right now in 2020 so many of us have had to you know drum up productivity and drum up creativity and drum up you know all the things to be able to do the work that we've been called to do or to push the needle forward on some things I did a binge recently on another podcast that I really like um, called the next right thing it's with Emily Freeman (laughs) Uh, it's great because her podcasts are anywhere from eight to 13 minutes long (gasps) oh no way yeah they're so short and she's a spiritual director so um you know what her content is very often is just peaceful and is a real offering a little prayer a little hope and it's just so beautiful and she talked a little bit about decision fatigue which I hadn't really considered and lately I've been asking myself why do I struggle to make so many decisions like why is this so hard I am a very decisive person like it takes me precisely no time to make any decisions (laughs) but this year has been really tough for me and I'm in the middle of several creative projects which we'll get into in a second here Um, how Tiffany and I have found like rhythms of creativity and chaos but it was really helpful to hear her talk about how now when you go out you can't just put yourself on autopilot you're thinking do I have my mask where am I going is it safe who am I going to be around do I need to ask that family any questions like (laughs) you have to ask a million things think about a million things that you just didn't have to think about before so she was sharing that many people she's worked with now have decision fatigue even though they are people who who make decisions very very easily and so it was just so helpful to think about because I do think having a running list of things in your brain all the time is a hindrance to creativity. <laughs> you know, you do have yeah. to simplify, go a little bit more minimalistic so that you can really strategically focus. But this year, I think, has put a, a damper on creativity. But I, I definitely personally can attest that in the chaos, there's great opportunity, as the quote goes. And in chaos and in times of trouble or hard times, that everything is material. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Literally everything is material. And you can find a way to get creative. So I'm so pumped about this episode. And I'm in the middle of of having to strum it up right now. So (laughs) welcome, you you guys. guys. (laughs) She is is speaking from a place of honest Uh vulnerability. This woman Mm -hmm. is building a human being. Mm-hmm. This woman is living in fog, not fog, Hayes City, mm-hmm. being in Southern California, which, mm-hmm. by the way, the winds and smoke have finally reached us here in the Pacific Northwest. And it's, wow. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's just so, my heart just breaks for I know. Um, all of California. But same. And, and she's got two at home. Mm-hmm. And it's not like she gets to send her oldest to kid as she, to school mm-hmm. as she is finishing up this writing project so Mm -hmm. wow when I was thinking about this I was like 
you know what? We can speak from some honest places on yes, this topic. Absolutely. Because we <laughs> are in it. The one thing that came to mind, especially as you talked about all the little decisions we're making, that's such a good um, yeah. good thing to notice. I don't think I've actually been able to name that until you just said it, of yeah. all the little decisions that are being made. Even yes. the little things of like, I, I just, um, I was telling Ashley, I just had a appointment with my youngest kindergarten teacher and I was like oh my lips are chapped I was running around looking for chapstick and I'm like she's not gonna see my lips I'm wearing a mask this is so you know like even just that (laughs) thing like I don't know why I thought that I would need to expose my lips to the great unknown anyway but one of the things that I find to make room for creativity to to make Mm -hmm. the space and really set the scene is to get everything else out of my brain whether that's writing it down which I have lists everywhere I'm such a list girl I often don't use my phone for lists unless it's like a grocery Mm -hmm. list but um, there's something for me pen to paper and I know there's probably like science behind that that you'll remember it longer and we know that I, I do know that journaling it'll help you move from your subconscious to your conscious so perhaps the same thing with even writing lists yeah um but that is really really helpful for me when i am looking to build creativity and especially again writing in this time or whatever you're putting your hand to y'all it's it's crazy when you're trying to think about if you have kids getting them connected for virtual school or homeschooling or maybe you are sending your kids to school if you live in a place that is allowed or whatever the case may be finding that time i think getting everything out of your brain that you possibly can i'm talking the little stuff y'all yeah like oh we only have two rolls of toilet paper in the back of your mind you're like oh crap we need more toilet paper oh oh i need to order more checks from the bank that's actually my two today specifically yeah (laughs) but i'm like oh i need to get this out so i can leave room to just swim in my thoughts and let creativity blossom but it's hard to blossom with those little little voices those little little distractions of things that also need to get in so whether it's actually getting them done i once read a book ashley about 10 years ago i I think it was actually called getting it get it done and it talked about if you can do a task within two minutes just do it to get it off your plate yeah because the stress of having it on is not worth it quite frankly so getting things done and really slowing down like slowing down less is more i try to get as much off my plate as i possibly can because there's a lot that i just can't get out of like laundry and feeding children and feeding myself and showering (laughs) which that's a little more negotiable but as much as i can get off my plate um i do so to make room for creativity before creativity even has a chance to blossom i gotta set the stage Yes, I really love that. A friend of mine calls that a brain dump. And she just sits down with a pad and paper. She actually does it at nighttime and in the morning. So before she goes to bed, she brain dumps everything on a piece of paper, like in her planner. And then the next morning, she'll do the same thing again. I I use my phone for a lot of stuff, which I never did. I much more was an analog kind of person. But now I found that, you know, my phone is kind of where I'm able to do everything with all my in light of all my other responsibilities. So I Mm, keep just a note section. And I label in my you know, the little notepad Mm -hmm. that they have on an iPhone Mm -hmm. and I label each one of them like I have the title of my next book at the top of one and then I just literally list out anything that comes to my mind about it as I'm going about my day any story or article I might read anything I want to include a phrase or a sentence and I'll just put it in there so that all day long I'm thinking about whatever the project is I'm working on and then another thing I'll do is make sure that I label all the different projects that I have. So I'm like in a co-writing group, I lead a cohort of women um, through a writing group. 
And in there, I have a little note section for them and same thing, anything I want to share with them, anything I want to go back and speak to, anybody's book proposal, I might want to go, hey, let's revisit this or that or the other thing. And another writing project, I'm on same thing. So I just kind of label my creative projects inside notes so that any time throughout the day, I can add anything I want to. I another that. way that I keep creativity going is um, I use voice memos and um, or voice to text. So I'll, I'll send myself a little voice memo and just record whatever I might need to remember so that it doesn't get away from me. Or if I'm in the car and I have a really great idea about a paragraph or a chapter or an idea, then I just use voice to text so that it types in there very, very badly, but I can go back later and kind of fix it. So that way I don't lose the thought, I don't lose the mm -hmm. idea. And it doesn't put pressure on me to feel like the only time I can create is if I'm seated at the right place and there's a candle on lit and there's this, yeah. that, and the other thing. Like one of the things I always teach when I'm leading any kind of creative group is that content is king, but consistency is key. So mm, it actually doesn't good. matter if you have content that's just freaking gold and you have it twice a year. You know, it's like, it actually doesn't really matter. It's the discipline of being consistent with your content or whatever it is that you're creating. Cause you could be an organizer. You could love numbers. You could be working on tax documents. You could do real estate, like whatever your thing is, but the consistency of doing it, like the actual habit of having character in the thing is, is actually what leads us to be creative more often. It's like the more you do, the more, the more you do. Right. <laughs> and so you can't can wait for perfect conditions. <laughs> may, I ask, may I ask a clarifying question there? When yeah. you do voice to text, are you like sending yourself a text? So I will, well, if I'm doing a voice memo, I just store it like on the iPhone. I don't, we, I, we have a lot of like Android listeners and stuff too. So I don't know how your device would work, but basically there's like a little, you have a voice recorder on the iPhone. And so I'll record notes to myself in there, but if that I want something, so yeah. And if I want something transcribed for later, then I will use voice to text within a note or via email so that I can send something to myself or have it you know, on in a searchable way, that would be really easy. And I'm weird because I do this with like my grocery list. So, you know, I have a note section that just has consistent grocery list. <laughs> like I I'll just add that. stuff all day. So I'm a list girl too. Um, but, but look yeah, at I've all the to, systems you have that make creativity <laughs> stick on the wall. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes, when you have yes. all those systems that, and they don't have to work for everybody, but they work for you. And I'm definitely right. going to try many of them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love that these you like, hey, this works. Find what works yes. because these systems allow that creative moment, that creative millisecond yeah. to not just fall flat when you're on a you know, running errands across town and something yep. comes to you when you're driving, you're like, wait, how do I capture that? I think too many of us, when that creativity is coming amid the chaos, it's coming in some mundane times. It like, totally is. I think of how many times I even have ideas for this very podcast yes. while I'm driving. And I'm like, okay, yep. should I have on Marco Polo? Should I, how do I get this out before it is a fleeting thing that I will never remember? Because I think sometimes we have to remember creativity isn't this roaring fire. It starts out with just right. a spark. And if so we good. can just capture that spark and then keep stoking that flame, I think we're yeah. going to get a lot farther than we realize. But we just let these sparks burn out throughout the day. Totally. And if we can somehow capture them, which again, takes systems, right? So even the most yes. disorganized among us, we can still find little ways. Like the voice memo recorder yeah. app. Like I've never thought to use that. I always voice memo other people. Mm -hmm. But the idea of doing that to myself, I love that. And for me, I used to always send myself emails of things I... Need, that need to get done but now I hardly ever yes. sit in front of my computer because <laughs> because this is my life yep. now and so now yep. I'm like oh I gotta find a different way that doesn't stress me out but I can still remember to get to things so you know finding things yeah finding things that work I think is is huge that's that's amazing 
It is. And I think having maybe a project management system, even for things that you want to dream about. And I love that Tiffany brought up, um, this is not a project management system, but I do want to, before I get into that, talk about Marco Polo a bit more, because I feel like you and I, obviously we do a lot of friend things on Marco Polo. We're connecting very often, but we really do talk through like, what does our launch time look like? What, Mm -hmm. what ideas are we having about this creative thing we want to do? Or what is happening with why though? Or what event might we want to do in the future? And we really will use that as an outlet for creativity. And Tiffany and I, I think, stimulate one another's creative brains and shoot each other ideas. Or she's always learning from people and I'm learning from, you know, other things. And we're able to share, like have, we have a good knowledge share bank, (laughs) I feel like between us. And it so helps because especially if you feel like most of us pretty isolated in 2020 and you feel like, gosh, I'm more stimulated creatively creatively when I'm around others, yes. then I think we do have to figure out what are some of those digital, you know, systems I can put in place that will allow me to connect with other people that will allow me to uh, let others stimulate the creativity that I have. And I think that's super important. And the project management system I really like, and I don't use it all the time, but I do use it when I have a lot of deadlines. And that's Asana. Oh, same, it's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, and it's free. And you can set up projects. If you have a team of people, but maybe you're still a small team. It's also a great project management system for that because you can assign mm-hmm. people projects. And Facebook is, I think, the person who invented that. Some some oh. creator at Facebook. Well, and never so mind. It, no. Right? It works like <laughs> comments, though. Like So if you're familiar with the Facebook platform, Asana is really easy when you use it with the team because you can go in and comment and, you know, uh, check their deadlines and just do all these different things. So it's it's very user friendly. Mm-hmm. Unlike some of the others I've used, like Basecamp or a bunch of random Google Docs. <laughs> it's just not my favorite way to track systems, but Asana is really great. And for our podcast creativity, we our system is is actually Google Docs, and it really works for us. We have yeah, calendar totally. dates, we have big ideas, we have stats, we have show ideas, we have our show notes, and we just kind of log that in there and call it our nerve center. So I think just figuring out what works for you without getting overwhelmed, because overwhelm kills creativity. Come on now, come (laughs) on. And so if you're one of those people that also keeps like project management systems are actually a hindrance to you, because you have to have the system perfect before you can create, then check the system. It's like it's not actually working for you. you. It's hindering your creativity. So get get out of the way (laughs) and figure out what actually makes you do the work because that's that's what you want to do when you're being creative. I've been digital for years and years and because mm-hmm. of kids at home and I don't have as easy access to just whip up my computer if I'm sitting and playing with them, mm-hmm. having just a yellow legal pad, I've gone back yeah, to like a yellow that. legal pad of things of like, okay, today, of all the things I need to get done, yeah. what do I need to get done today or this week or in the next month? Um, one thing that you hit on that I want to really uh, stretch out and talk about a little more is a synergy working with others because this yeah. is such a digital time, as she said, um, it is so, so vital. Whether you have a think tank of actual coworkers that you work with, but also if you just have a group of friends who you can run things by, yeah. um, in all things writing, I have Ashley and then one other, actually our only other guest we've ever had on this podcast, Harmony <laughs> Desk-Grillo, has been a great person if I have ideas or like, hey, can you look this over? Or just, yeah. does this sound good? Am I missing something? Is this offensive? You know, all those things yes. that I'm curious about. Having people that can bounce off. I am very much a group think person. Like yeah. I am, I get so much energy and ideas and I can chase down those rabbit holes on my own later. But just hearing people's ideas, I, I can't think of how many ideas Ashley has just you know, thrown in 
on a voice memo, a 10 second, like, oh, have you thought of this? And I'm like, ba-bam, no, I have not. Let's go down that <laughs> rabbit hole, you know. Um, it's yeah. it's really helpful. So if you're that person, and maybe it's somebody who's a little bit more outside of your circle, not a coworker, not yeah. a friend, but somebody you've wanted to get in contact with, you would be surprised at the people who will say yes to spend time with you. Yes. You'll be surprised at the people who are willing to invest in you. You know what? Sometimes people have a consulting cost for sure. I get that there might be money involved. Yeah. But I think, I think you'll be surprised. When I was just a young pastor and I was overseeing outreach for the church I worked at, I called various churches across America that I was interested in their outreach programs and said, can I just have 20 to 30 minutes of your time on the phone um, and to just kind of pick your brain? And not one person said no. And I was calling very busy churches, um, you know, different time zones and different work, but just curious. And so I I just think we'd be surprised like how much creativity can come with talking with others in your field, adjacent to your field, or maybe completely different. I think there's nothing quite as stimulating as um, looking for me, architectural digest or I, <laughs> y'all know I'm a foodie. So I've got Bon Appetit <laughs> magazine. There is so much creativity that I have been able to glean from fields that are completely different than mine, actually. Yes. Seeing like, oh, you think like that or, oh, that's where that came from. I want to look into that. And as a speaker and writer, I'm always looking for origin stories. I'm always looking for how things work yeah. and just how people became the way they became. And I can yeah. find that in a myriad of spaces. So I think just on the hunt for other creatives and on the hunt for other thinkers and hearing whether it's just their stream of consciousness or their keynote on a TED Talk, whatever it may be, yeah. I think it can really, again, stoke those flames of creativity in our own lives. I really love that. I'm, I'm very similar. I just recently, as an example, just watched um, Chef's Table on Netflix. They're doing a Ooh. barbecue series. And oh, yes. Cody and I love barbecue. Like, you know, he's a Texan. I'm from North Carolina. We fight all the time because I think my barbecue is better than his. And um, ours is like vinegar-based. His is sweet barbecue sauce. And so we're always fighting about it. But we listened to this incredible, I mean, watched an incredible show about this beautiful lady named Tootsie. And she's an 85-year-old woman. And her and her family have always been in the barbecue or the meat um, market and then she like came and did she became like the roaster of the barbecue so she gets up at two o'clock in the morning this is an 85 year old woman gets up at 2 a.m and then she shows up she's the one putting it on the grill smoking it taking a little mop brush putting all this stuff on it and then she also works as a custodian at the local school because she loves being around the kids and loves Mm. having something to do with her day and just the the integrity the creativity I mean, I was in tears at the end of it. Like, just too good. Yeah, right. And sometimes we can feel like, oh, it's too late for me, or it's too, Mm. you know, I've I've got too much to do, or I'm I'm too this, that, or the other thing. And I'm like, Tootsie is 85 years old, and she is out at two o'clock in the morning and (laughs) doing her dang barbecue thing. thing. Yeah, and it was just so beautiful and so inspiring. And then that night, I went and wrote a couple thousand words because I was just so inspired by Tootsie. And so one thing I want to talk about in creativity, looking for it, is not only kind of following the flow like that's one of the phrases I love to use follow the flow so if you get in a zone even if you're like gosh I gotta get up early it's like well you know what those three hours are gonna be worth your time like just sit and do it listen to yourself listen to your body listen to the flow and then there's gonna be other days where you're like gosh I can't, there's nothing coming no matter how I squeeze this thing nothing is coming out well maybe that's a good day to do an admin day or to schedule calls like Tiffany was just talking yeah. about or to you know catch up on some basic work that is not so creative or so innovative like follow the flow it really matters and the last 
last thing I wanted to say about this particular zone of thought is um, shame within creativity. I think mm. it's important to talk about this because sometimes the reason we can't be creative is because we judge ourselves so hard and we yeah. shame ourselves for what we are able to do, for what we're not able to do. And one thing that I practice and I've disciplined myself to do this for 20 years, and I'm not exaggerating, is that I sit down and whatever comes out is what comes out. And I do not shame myself. And at the end of it, I'm not like, oh, this was horrible. And why did I do this? And why wasn't it more productive? And why wasn't I more successful? And I should have tried this, that, or the other thing. Like, I'm just, I want to be shame-free in my creativity. And that also keeps me consistent because I've stopped judging myself for what I can and cannot create. And it stimulates my creativity. It makes me feel like a whole person instead of, you know, having two people at the creative table, the person that hates the work that I'm trying to create and the person who really wants to just create. Because you can't have a hater at the table with you. And we are our worst critics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are mm -hmm. our worst judgers. We are the worst at shaming ourselves. And so one way to fight that sort of creative barrier is to release yourself of shame and figure out, you know what, I'm going to be here. And if you're a writer, you're going to write 500 words and you only write 200. Well, good for you. Did you show up? Did you sit down? Did you write? Good for you. Or you're speaking and this is like your 15th talk and it wasn't that awesome. Well, did you show up? <laughs> Were you there? Did you do it? It's a win, you know? So I think learning from every creative experience, not judging yourself, not shaming yourself will for sure stimulate more creativity than the opposite. Oh, I love that. Uh, today, Jericho had to write a essay on perseverance and mm. how he has persevered in his young life. And he wrote mm. about, it was so cute. I was like, I wonder what he's going to pick. And he wrote about learning to do a flip on the trampoline. Wow, and he's, he talked, yeah, It was so cute. I thought he was going to go. Oh, it's so I, th good. I didn't know what he was going to do, but that's what he chose. And um, he talked about how he kept trying and trying and he gave up and he's like, no, I can do this. And just to, talked about affirmation and then talked about, you got to get out there and you got to do it and you can't be afraid to fall and wow. you, you know, you're going to bounce and all of this stuff. And I was oh. like, wow, he, <laughs> the sample story was Rosie the Riveter, but I, I love that he thought <laughs> jumping on the trip. I'm just like, oh, this is so great, kid. I love it. Like yes. you, the fact that he got the concept, like not giving up and, yes. and pressing in even though there may be hardship or even though it feels like the odds are against you. I loved it. One of the other things is you were talking about shame, something that came to my mind, and I know all my Enneagram threes out there, woo, give me a woo in the car, <laughs> wherever you are. Um, I know you'll feel me on this, but imposter syndrome is mm. huge in the creativity process. And I asked myself, who do I think I am mm. writing about this or talking about this or reporting on this or you know, having a conversation on this or, you know, fill, fill in the blank of whatever you're doing. You're like, who do I think I am? And I'll let you know, you are you and you can mm. do this. And I think as my son was talking about <laughs> affirming statements to jump on the trampoline, I think we have to remember, like, we are allowed to be in the space we're in. Yeah, we do not good. need other people's permission. I, I don't need their praise either, but I do not need their permission to pursue and report or whatever you're gonna do yeah, i think good. um for me i'm i'm taking as as you've i've reported before uh <laughs> this next book is such a such a hard left turn from what i have written in the past yeah and part of me is like oh what have i done like who who do i think i am writing about this heavy weighty subject and i'm like oh yeah, yeah i lived this i have the receipts to prove it i have walked this road and so i think sometimes you have to remind yourself in the creative process like no this is my time 
I feel called to do this or I feel driven to do this, whatever word you want to fill in there that makes you feel comfortable. You know, us believers, we love to feel called to something. But whatever fits, knowing that you you can do this. Like you do not need to meet other people's expectations to do the darn thing. Like you got this. You got this. Gosh. Sorry. That was a little, oh. that was a little self-help. Oh, that's necessary. But for all of us who have the imposter syndrome, yeah. it can make us just cower. Like we can yeah. just lose our confidence so quick when we feel like we're out of our league. But no. I think I think some of us spend so much time being surprised we've got as far as we have. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I like, do. We're so surprised <laughs> that we're like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's yeah. walk this out. Yeah. I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. If Tootsie really can be, if Tootsie can be doing that, how old again? How old was she? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Then we can do what we set out to do. Yes, and I love like she. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. I loved your TED talk. <laughs> Thank you. And also Tootsie, the beautiful thing about, and it goes right in line with what you're saying, is that she spent an entire lifetime doing the work, and that's mm-hmm. what really made me cry. It's like she was doing the work when nobody was watching. She was showing up every day when nobody was watching. She was married with kids. You know, she lost her son as he got older to alcoholism. She lost her husband to dementia, and she just wow. kept doing the work. And literally in her early 80s, that's when Netflix finds out about her. That's when the you know they start getting all these barbecue awards like all these things are happening in Tootsie's life and sometimes we quit too soon or we're afraid of what people think I mean she was a woman in this world back in the like 60s 50s and 60s and this was not a place for women like you don't see women in butcher shops in the 50s and 60s like it's actually not a thing (laughs) and but it was a thing for her and partnering with her husband and they were just doing all this radical stuff so you're right we can't wait for permission and we can't wait for approval you just have to do it and then I want to encourage you guys around creativity and the mundane and in the ordinary because sometimes we are you know it is a spark like tiffany said and sometimes we're looking for this big like monstrous display Mm. of something and it's like no creativity is right where you are on on the job that you have in your single season in a season where you might be married in a season where you're suffering loss where you maybe have little kids at home or maybe you're dealing with infertility like creativity can show up in the wildest of ways maybe you're building a business as your side job while you have a job that you don't really like maybe some of your friendships feel dysfunctional maybe you're on a recovery journey like wherever you are creativity is present and available and we need what you were created to give us whatever that looks like whatever that is and so don't be ashamed of the ordinary life you might feel like you're living because that is the good stuff like that is actually the good stuff like that is where you can pull the depth of who you are and the integrity that you live with and the calling that you feel like you have is right there in the middle of your ordinary so it's not somewhere out there (laughs) you know it's not someday when it's not when you've added all these things that you think you need to add to your plate like your creativity is happening all around you right now and so allow that part of you to be stimulated and allow yourself to really think about what it could look like and like i said it's 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 great your life so beautiful is not you know it doesn't have to be perfect for you to create (laughs) that's a hindrance you know ecclesiastes talks about that like if you wait for perfect conditions you'll never get anything done so just cut it out great where you are oh i love that (laughs) i was listening to an interview with michelle obama earlier today and she talked about how the potential to create and make knows no race knows no gender knows no time and that just totally fits with what you're talking about like it's for all of us the potential to become and do and hunt and work and labor like this is we're built for such beautiful Mm -hmm. things even 
amid the darkest days, even amid yes. the hardest times. Um, one last yes. thing I was thinking about was um, Padma Lakshmi, resident host yeah. of Top Chef. Um, I love her, especially as somebody who is a South Asian in media. Um, one of the first I ever discovered, even as a young adult, like looking for Indian representation. Yeah. And I heard her say once that sometimes you just feel like you got to get to the other side of this lake, right? Of If the end of the other side of that lake is everything you wanted to see happen in your life or your goals, your dreams, whatever the case may be, right? And you just start swimming across the lake. And then you kind of want to give up about halfway. You're tired. You've been treading water. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Just turn around. Look back. Look how far you've come. Like, take come a minute. On. So good. And see, like, oh, my gosh. I have I have made it thus far. Like, holy moly. Like, celebrate how far you've come. Because I think in the mm. moments of chaos, it feels like, oh, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Why aren't things working out? We ask ourselves all these questions. And I think really, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Take a minute. Look behind you. Look all that you've done. Look at all that you've accomplished. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised to see who you've become in the process, yeah. who you've impacted, yes. who you've loved, how Come you've on. served, how you've created. This is a beautiful life. The, the journey yeah. is so gorgeous, even again. Yeah. Even when things are burning down, even amid loss, even Come in on. hard times, like God is still faithful to you. He is still faithful to us no matter what. Come on. You better preach a whole sermon, girl. Oh, you know. And guys, we want to tell you, this is our 100th episode, you guys. Oh, what? Oh, shoot. Look at that. Come on. <laughs> and what a what a good way for us to end it with some really exciting news that we want to tell you guys about. Our birthday is also coming up on October 1st. It will be our right. two-year birthday as the Why Though podcast. And we want to invite you guys to a very special, exclusive Zoom that Tiffany and I are doing. And it's completely free. You just have to to register but we would love to have you there to celebrate our birthday we're gonna have some cool uh, opportunities we're gonna have great giveaways and we're gonna have just a really good time together where we can see you all face to face and engage with so you exciting. gosh we just we love this tribe of listeners and the way that we've been able to grow and the way that we've been able to feel supported and to keep bringing you this content every single week is because you keep showing up <laughs> so we're mm. grateful and we want to invite you on october 1st we'll have all the details in the show notes it'll be in the evening and we would love 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 for you guys to come and say happy birthday to why though and just spend a little bit of time with us it's gonna be so good you guys mm -hmm. like whoa mm -hmm. it's all about everything we never told you Correct. everything we never told you so mm -hmm. you aren't going to want to miss it because then if you do miss it and then you hear us refer to it you're gonna be like oh i should have joined so just join just be with us yes. it's gonna be so great yes <laughs> all right we'll see you next week bye 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 hey listeners remember to subscribe and comment it helps others to find the show to learn more about tiffany's writing speaking or books visit tiffanybloom.com to learn more about ashley's writing speaking or books visit ashabercrombie.org see you next week